Hey guys, this is Georgia with Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens with Jamie and Bree. You're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. I'm Jamie. I'm Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. So it's been a hot minute. We were in a car accident. Rip. Rip car. Rip car. The Black Knight. Yeah, the Black Knight is officially retired. Both of our brains got broken. Yeah. It's exactly something like that. Damaged. Damaged craniums. We've been struggling to recover. We've kind of been putting our research and stuff on hold because we haven't been able to do any computer work. Not at all. This is the first time I've really opened up my laptop or anything like this to record. I don't even think I've stepped foot in this studio for over a week. Almost two weeks now. Almost two weeks now, yeah. It's been a slow process, but we're definitely getting back at it. Mm -hmm. Ready to fire up the microphone. Yeah, I guess Corey Good is like uh, shit in his pants with Wilcox. Like together? Yeah, like together they're throwing a hissy fit. Like one is one leg and the other is the other leg and the same pissy pants. <laughs> exactly, the same pissy pants. They're they're all bent out of shape because um, people are using the term secret space program. Yep, SSP and 20 and back. <laughs> Which me and Brie have discussed a little bit on our own, and we find, like, just ridiculous. Absolute ridiculousness. It's almost offensive. I think a lot of people are offended by it. Yeah, I think what where I'm having an issue with it at is it makes me feel like they're just up for a money grab, and that it's going to discredit all of the things that they said and all of the research that they've done, because if you're fighting so hard to use a three-letter SSP and you're going to fight people tooth and nail over it and say that how you're the only one who could use that term, makes me think that all of it's made up then. Because if it's not real, then other people should be able to use it. Mm -hmm. So just to put this into context, Corey Good, not David Wilcock, but Corey Good was suing for the rights of SSP, Secret Space Program, and other terms, basically because there's a new insider, Jason Rice, that showed up on Cosmic Disclosure on Gaia. And when he started using these same terms, it really, I don't know, pissed him off. I don't know what the deal is. So then they tried to put a copyright on those names and those terms. Jason Rice was one of the people, if not the only one, maybe that got the personal lawsuit notice. Mm -hmm. The good news is that they backed down, so it's not going to happen, especially because there was such a big fuss about it everywhere. It, like, exploded into a million pieces. It was on, like, everyone's YouTube, everyone's radio show. Everyone's talking about it. People were pissed. And I think the hissy fit's coming after because nothing, it didn't go their way. So now Corey and David and the rest of them are trying to, you know, throw fits like, oh, we're still important and relevant, guys. Yeah, and I think that's what it comes across as. It's like, okay, so someone else has come on the show. Maybe he felt like he was being replaced, which he is in he a is. sort. Yeah. And is like, well, no, this is our show. We made it. So, you know, how can we stop it? How can we try to put a halt onto the show and this new insider? How can we stop this from happening? And I think that was the only thing that they could come up with. But it really stood on no grounds. They had really no right to the terms whatsoever. It's been something that's been used for a very long time now. 
And I think it just pissed a lot of people off because how you were saying how you felt that, well, it discredits them. Mm -hmm. It does. It it makes it seem like you might have the rights to something that you created on your own, Mm -hmm. not something that pre-exists before you. Exactly. So if it was something that was your own, then you can sue for the copyright of that. And if that's the case, then then everything you said has been complete bullshit and has been made up. And so you then... To continue the lawsuit, have to admit that everything you've said is crap. It's a very interesting time. I think it really started. I can't really think if this started when the Pentagon came out or when that asteroid came around. I felt like I feel like that was it started a timeline for us. And since then, there's been so many strange things. And speaking of the asteroid, Momofuku, Oma Momofuku, whatever it's called, right? Alaka Maka Muka Maka Fufufo. A hippie hoppy, hippie hoppy, wop wop po. Something like that. Whatever. Whatever that meteor, whatever they want to call it is. So it came by, right? And everyone was like, ooh, what's this weird thing? And then it kind of slung shot around and went back where it came from. And everyone was like, oh, that shit was weird. Now, as of today, people are coming out and saying that it had to have been an alien. There was no way it was just a rock. I saw that on Secure Teams mm-hmm. YouTube. I didn't see it. I was reading about it on Reddit. He did a thing about it that a lot of, I think it was Harvard, actually, that he said that had released a statement that it had to have been something alien. Well, yeah, because they were saying that basically if they if there was just a small white sail attached to it, that it could have gone that fast. And I guess the thing is, is that people are freaking out about is the fact that it stopped, turned and like went a different direction at a different speed. And they're saying that no natural asteroid, natural, <laughs> no natural asteroid or planet or anything would behaves in that way in space. So it has to be something man made. Well, not man, but something alien made because it's the only way it would it would have those characteristics. Yeah, so that was like one of the very big things that came around. And then with the whole Pentagon thing, with the To the Stars Academy, you know, I feel like it's tiptoed in this strange direction. Even with Skinwalker. Yeah. I mean, and, and the new Bob Lazar documentary coming up, we're, we're tiptoeing towards like these big drops of information. Yeah, and Above Majestic was released last week. That is still number one on iTunes Have you for watched documentary. It? I did. What'd you think? It was long. Okay. I personally re- don't think that you would enjoy it because, yeah. I, like, you're not the type necessarily to sit there and focus all of your attention on one thing, mm-hmm. especially a two-hour documentary. I feel like if I put it on with you, that you would end up just, like, going and doing something else or, Probably. like, on your phone, and you would just get, like, the bits and pieces and be like, oh, well, I already know this. Yeah, so I've read a lot of reviews about it online because I was debating whether or not to watch it, and a lot of the reviews basically kind of say, it's kind of like the typical review I seem to get with all, like, when it comes to, like, alien documentaries. It's a decent documentary, but unless you're... Like, it's not changing your mind unless you like this. This documentary is made for people who already believe all this shit. So it's not new information and it's not changing anybody's mind. It's just more information for you to gather. So it's not like something you'd be showing to someone who, you know, has questions about the alien world or stuff like that. You could. I would say the first half of the documentary, I think, puts things in a great chronological order Mm -hmm. where you could sit someone down. But Mm -hmm. then it takes that turn 
turn where it just like propels forward and unless you already know about these things you're going to be like whoa that just went a Mm -hmm. completely different direction that is outrageous there's no way that this could happen because Corey Good says his testimony in there and then if you happen to be like oh yeah UFOs they're like a thing right but then you hear someone say well I've done this whole 20 and back program and we're everywhere we're interstellar already we're you know all these crazy things people automatically are like this is nuts this I can't I just can't do you think Corey Good drove the spaceship for 10 minutes at least because it's his birthright birthright. gotcha So I have it, so you can watch it whenever you want. But I just personally don't think that I could see you sitting through it. You know that I have a hard time with my attention span in general. Exactly. And it's hard to find something that can keep my attention for that long. So I could, I would probably get through the first half of it, and then the second half I'd be like, I'm, all right. Everybody should know at this point that I'm not the biggest Corey Good fan or David Wilcock fan in general. So it even makes it harder for me to swallow that because it's hard. Like, you can ask Brie. I've tried to watch Cosmic Disclosures from the beginning, and I just kept having to turn it off. And it's nothing against them and their information. It's just, like, the way they put things in front of you is just not palatable to me. Like, it's just not my cup of tea, and I'd rather hear it from someone else. I think it's too boring for you, It is. Too, it's too boring. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's such a... A talk show in the sense where it's just question and thing after thing and after and you know it's just there's so much information there's nothing else to grab your attention mm-hmm. and so I think that the documentary was sort of in that same way it wasn't just David and Corey it was recordings from William Tompkins and John D'Souza was on there Laura Eisenhower a few other people so there was a lot of other p- things going on it's just that I didn't find it something that you would want to put down and watch. Mm -hmm. What I'll say is out of all the movies I've seen, the one that I've never been sick of still to this day is Serious mm-hmm. from Stephen Greer. 100% I could agree. watch that over, over and, and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it was in a way where it grabs your attention. It's sort of exciting, mixed with a lot of information at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was put in a way where you could actually sit down and watch it. For sure. And not have to take out your phone and want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really hard in our day and age for people to focus on just one thing. So if you're going to put something out there, you better do it in a way where people want to actually listen and watch at the same time or else you don't have all of their attention. Well, I think that's the problem with the world we live in today. I think you have to be stimulated on so many senses in order to be focused on it. Like you have to have noise, movement, sound. You have to be engaged with your hands somehow. Like there's so many things I think that get people to focus on something. And when you're watching a movie, you only have your ears and your eyes to intake it with. So if you aren't hitting both of those cylinders with fire, you're dropping out of one of them. Yeah. And then once you drop out of one, you're dropping out of both. So you'd have to be into just sitting and listening to boring kind of lectures. But I think it's very cool that they've stayed number one for this long. I know that's very hard. And it was put on by Orchard again. So I think it's interesting also that there's been so many documentaries and alien films. Mm -hmm. There's been so many like within the past two years. I mean, I could think of like five or six off the top of my head that have hit iTunes and eventually have gone on to Netflix. So whether or not it is boring to some of us or it's kind of recycled information sometimes, it is cool to see that it's becoming more of a topic where people that maybe never even think to question these things will come across it and then they'll end up getting some type of information from it. For sure. 
Uh, one thing that was on the documentary that I was like, oh shit, no way, was this whole, um, do you remember one of our lives we talked about this? I think it was Cody that brought it up with the uh, adrenal chrome. Something like that. Adrenal I know what you're chrome. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, yeah I, I remember what you're talking about, it. about. Yeah. But I thought it was funny because then they talked about this, that they actually are, you know, like sacrificing mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. for this. And it was like this crazy thing. I thought, Did they do the whole Damn. fear thing about it too, where you have to scare them before you kill them? So it's like, it heightens it even well, more. Well, it was more like the whole experience of a child. They release more of this because obviously they're more scared and because they're so young, they're closer to the veil, that which we've spoken about before as a child you're closer to the part of you that was here before you embodied your body so with that childlike youth and with not being as programmed as we are that it's just like heightened and it's fresh i mean like i'm pro-choice but like i don't know if i'm pro like ritual no, absolutely <laughs> you know what not. I mean? Yeah, you're like, I don't even like children, but leave them alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not a big kid fan, but I'm also not going to like hold up a sign and be like, sacrifice children. Like, yeah. that's always real touchy to me. I always, and I find it weird when people think of all the things in the world to have to like sacrifice and use as some like poor, sad, innocent child. Like, it's so ugh, sad because ugh. there are a lot of like orphans in the world and stuff. So you're saying they're easy pickings? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really horrible. It's a terrible situation that's being taken advantage of in a disgusting way. And I have to say, at first, when I heard it, it was a total joke to us. And we're like mm-hmm. laughing about it. And we started going on all these crazy tangents of... And then now it's like a real life thing. Why, and yeah, now it's like, oh shit, this is like a thing. You know what's going to be a thing next, I think, that we make fun of? Driving the spaceship for 10 minutes. Oh, it's already a private joke. I feel bad <laughs> if anyone listens and it's like, <laughs> that it's not something for you to be joking about. <laughs> Keep the fucking fact checkers away from oh me. Oh my god! Today, Can I say, please. Thank you I'm very much. Tough time. Thank you so much to all of the fact checkers who um, love to point us out when something's wrong. I actually I appreciate it, but maybe be a little bit nicer. It's the FFCs. It's the FFCs. I love constructive criticism, but not when it's unhelpful. No. Anyways, or not when you want to argue with me about something that doesn't make sense, which happens on Reddit all the time. And that's just the gamble of the internet and the gamble of being in any type of social media, especially creating your own platform like a podcast. That's like the gamble of the internet. Okay, perfect example. I wanted to buy sheets for my bed. I have a California king-size bed, so sheets are a little bit expensive. It's also hard to find things in Cali King. Finally found a website, Bedding In, and I was like, oh, that sounds reputable, Bedding In. Like, okay, bedding, yeah. Find a super awesome sheet, right? California king-size, not a sheet set, just one sheet. $36 for this one sheet. And it has a galaxy print on it. Do you want to know what I got delivered to me? A brown queen size sheet. And how do you fight that? I didn't Uh, pick this. What do I even do with that information? Yeah, I'm like, what? And it straight came from China. Like, it didn't even have any American writing on it. And I was just like, this isn't... And I'm just like, you know what? I give up. I'm just not even going to try to return it. I'm just like, I don't even care. You're like, I've been arguing with people on Reddit all day, all day long. I have no patience to even try to convince you that I swear I picked the galaxy print. Brown. Wrong brown. size. Just brown. Like, and the wrong poop size? brown. Like poop dark brown. Well, I mean, if you're having a really shitty day. I guess. Jesus. <laughs> Listen, if uh, if anyone wants to shit in my bed, I have brown sheets. <laughs> Come on over. We'll have a shitting party. Um, Did you hear that the Spice Girls are officially reunited? No, that's awesome. As of this morning. Are they going to go to Vegas? Minus one person. Oh. Yeah. Fucking Posh Spice. This bitch. I know, this bitch. 
I know. And the internet got so mad this morning with memes and made so many memes about her. And I was like dying laughing. She's too important. Um, I don't know if they're coming here. I know for sure they're touring in Europe, but I don't know if they're coming here or not. But I would Ugh, love that. I need to go to Vegas for that. So if we would like to get tickets, we should probably look into it. We should. But I kept telling myself that I was going to go this morning at, to Las Vegas, it. my birthday, to see a Blink-182. And that's not working out at all. And you know what? I don't even have anything to say to Tom DeLonge anymore. I lost my fire. If it makes you feel better, I'll be in Vegas for your birthday. You will? Yeah. Why? Because I leave on the 17th. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Oh, what a bitch. That's not cool. I'll be in Vegas, not at a Blink-182 concert because I would never ever go again because Tom DeLonge is on my shit list. That's too bad. I know. He's but you're a number one hater. You're I am like a number one hater. You're a hater. Yeah, for you're, sure. Because you're another Reddit troll. But you know who I love? Yourself. You. Oh, it's mm. nice. My birthday's so, like, lame this year. Mine was too, though, so. I know. It's just a part of getting older. Your birthday's lame, so there's nothing to cry about. You know what I will say that I'm disappointed at us about, but I actually am not disappointed. But Halloween. Kind of, yeah. I'm disappointed in our Halloween. Our Halloween did not, not work the and way it's, we wanted. It's not the actual day of Halloween that I have so much of an issue with, but even our build-up to Halloween, we were both trash. That's true. We, we were slacking. Do you remember way back in the day, I was thinking about this the other night, do you remember that one time we went to San Jose and we went to that haunted house inside that big giant tent that had like eight haunted houses in it? Why did we not do that? I don't know. You know, Josh and Bobby went to the Halloween haunt at Great America, but that's the weekend that I had just had the crash and Mm -hmm. I couldn't get up and move. And so I was like, you guys go. Because before we had planned to all go, and of course I was going to invite you. But well, the I'm two weekends now. Well, because I don't have to tell you in advance usually. I'll be like, Jamie, no, you're Halloween going, hot. Yeah. And you'll be like, for sure, pick me up, yeah. whatever. So we had, it was like every weekend something happened. One weekend we were going to go, and then Bobby got sick. And then the next weekend it's like, okay, then we'll go the next weekend. And then it was my dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. And then it was that weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I cannot, one, I have a horrible concussion. I can barely lift my head. So I'm not about to wait in line yeah. or go on roller coasters no. and have or like, be scared by lights. people. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. not going to happen. So they went. Did they have fun? No. Okay. Because they were there from like 7 to past 1 o'clock in the morning, and they went on one ride. Because they just waited in the line that long? Mm-hmm. No. I swear. What, what, what one roller coaster did they go on? I don't even know. You know what? I feel like maybe they didn't even get to go. Because there was a bunch, they waited a few times for something like, oh, well, over an hour. And then then gave up. And then, no, and then the ride broke down. Oh, God. Multiple times. Oh, man. And then, so they're like, fuck this, let's go get food. And then, like, the food lines were crazy. And it was just like, the night that he was telling me, I mean, it was 1230 at night. I text him like, okay, I'm like dying, going to bed. What are you doing? Still waiting in line, still haven't gone on the ride. Oh, my God. I'm like, no. okay, well, now I don't feel like I'm missing out. But no, but I will say that I was disappointed with our Halloween spirit. Even the beginning of Halloween month, we were kind of slacking. We were super excited. It's just that there wasn't we were super, a lot of planning. We were super excited up until October 1st. And then it's like October 1st hit, and then, like, no one was excited anymore. I was excited. I was really excited to see Halloween in theaters, which that did not let me down. No, we that was wonderful. That was great. Yeah, it was great. Everyone oh, go see it. Oh, except for the D-Box that didn't work. That was really upsetting. That was really funny. We thought we were super fancy buying D-Box tickets. We still haven't used those extra tickets. We should use them soon. That's a good idea. Josh has them in his wallet. I made him take them all. So there, anyway, there was no D-Box, but it was a good movie. Super good movie. So that was the best part so far of October. Halloween, we wanted off of work, and we ended up getting <laughs> it un- involuntarily. 
because of the accident? No, I just have Wednesdays off normal. I My boss asked me to come in and I said, absolutely not. Yeah, but even then, like, we didn't get revved up to, like, do stuff or get we all the stuff. We didn't even do anything, yeah. I mean, it's been over a week and a half, so. And not having a car sucks. Yeah, tell me about it. The day, you guys should all know that my car stopped working. And so the day after I got my new car is the day that Bree's car got totaled. Yeah, so it was weird because the car was totaled, but then at least Jamie could still get to work with her car mm-hmm. that was that she just got. Literally just got. And so now I'm carpooling with her when before <laughs> she was carpooling with me. It's funny the way that the universe works. And we were discussing before how weeks before the accident, I kept thinking about getting in a car accident. Mm-hmm. It was like here and there, but I'd think about it. It'd be on my mind. That Monday, the week that we got in the crash, I joked to Jamie before I took her home. I was like, put on your seatbelt because you never know no, when someone's going to hit us. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I wouldn't be mad. I lived a good life. And it was like a joke. It was a joke. But still, it's just that it had always been in my mind. And then like even the day before or the night before the accident, I did not sleep and I couldn't figure out why. I was like super unrest. I maybe slept like maybe two hours the whole night, but I was up all night long like trying to sleep, tossing and turning. I was really anxious about something, couldn't figure it out. And then, like, it's just weird, like, the chain of events that happen. Like, you go to and you think back about it and you're like, okay, we stopped and got coffee. We stopped and got gas. And if we would have done any of those things slightly different, then it could have completely altered what happened. But all of those things happened in an order for it to happen that way. And I had just gotten on insurance the beginning of this month as well, which I'm very grateful for because we went to the ER and I've been back to the doctor since then. And that would have been horrible if I hadn't because I had to get x-rays and a CT scan. And so if I had to pay for that out of pocket, I'd be so screwed. Not to mention my passenger seat was farther back than it usually is. I think maybe because Josh was in the car car with me last Mm -hmm. and Josh is tall. So I think Jamie got lucky too that the seat was farther back. If she was closer than I, uh, I you might have hit worse. an airbag. Yeah. My concussion probably would have been a lot worse. It probably would have took me a long time. But both of us, there's bits and pieces of the wreck that we just forget that we just really can't remember. And then there's pieces of it I remember. And I was telling her, like, I don't think I ever moved even forward in my seat at all. Like, I don't even think any of the airbags came close to touching me other than the one that was on the window right next to me, of course, because it was right next to me. But like nothing like it was so weird, like thinking about it and like thinking and like, I don't even remember jerking forward. I don't remember jerking backwards, like none of it. I think I was just held exactly in the seat. There's really nothing wrong with me, guys. I probably had a little bit of a concussion because that happens with car accidents. But other than that, absolutely nothing wrong with me. And it's a fucking miracle. It's interesting with your grandpa. So I used to work at a homeowners association. And this lady used to call in who was a psychic and tell me weird things. And she had no idea who I was. And the weird part about it is there was multiple receptionists, so it's not like I was the only person who ever answered the phone. But she called me this one particular day and was like, hey, I'm so-and-so, you don't know me, I don't know you, I'm a psychic, and I was told to call this number and to talk to you. And me, believing in all things weird, I'm like, all right, give it to me, what do you got for me? And the lady like kind of like rambled on for a little bit about like some random thing, something about how I need to be in an open field and like can't be bound by rules. And I was like, yeah, yeah, all that makes sense, whatever. But then she said to me, your grandpa. And I was like, okay, because your, your grandpa, I think his name was Ray, which is weird because that really is his name. And for someone to just randomly call that out was strange. And I was like, okay. And she goes, whenever you're in the car, he says he's watching you. 
which is weird because my grandpa died in a car accident. My grandma murdered him, but we'll talk about that on a different podcast. So I'm pretty convinced that he was probably in the car with us, and that's really the only reason either of us are alive. For sure holding you back, because you didn't go anywhere. I think you just had, you had so much, you, the airbags that dropped were like 365 everywhere around you. (laughs) It was like both sides of her head, front of her face, back of her face, by her feet. Like, I mean, she was just. My legs were fucked. She was just pelted with, with the airbags. You know, they say that airbags save life, but holy shit, they fuck you up too, man. They do, but still, I was lucky that I had pretty much a brand new car. I mean, it was less than two years old. Mm -hmm. It was still five stars for safety. I feel like, who knows? I mean, the whole front end of the car was like pretty much scrunched in, but who knows if the airbags weren't there. I've heard that some people get like their knees stuck behind the Mm -hmm. steering wheel, like Mm -hmm. crazy shit. So took quite a beating from the airbags. I mean, it did its job. For sure. And I think that we're both really lucky. And after you look at the car and you go over kind of the what happened in the accident, we should have both been really hurt. Yeah. And we're really lucky not to be. And let me just say, I was not at fault. No. We were driving perfectly straight and someone... Below the speed limit even. Someone took a turn right in front of us at the last minute. When they were waiting in a center divide, they took a left turn right in front of the car. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything I could have done. I mean, the car turned seconds before us and we just slammed. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. We're all right. We're recovering. Um, like I said, I'm fine. Bree's still recovering. Like I said, she got pretty beat up by those airbags. Those airbags fucked me up. Mm-hmm. But... I'm still grateful. I'm still going to get the exact same car I had, but a 2019 version, and it's going to have pelvic airbags. Ooh, girl. So it's going to be airbags on the steering wheel, airbags on the side, airbags on your feet, airbags, airbags on, on your, your pelvis. Hips, you're your all hips. over, yep. So next time, it's really going to get fucked up. But we're, we're glad to be okay. I think the shock of it, honestly, was the worst part for Brie to get through, and I think that she's still getting through it. But I think it's getting better as days go on. I think for the first few days, you were super, super depressed and you were having a hard time with it. But I think you're realizing more and more that there's really nothing you could have done. It just, it happened and we're okay and we just got to move on. I also, I was worried about that though. But when I went for the checkup to see the doctor, she told me that when you have a bad concussion, that it basically comes with depression. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't... I don't think it was just the accident. Mm -mm. It was 100%, I think, just with the damage of the concussion at the same time because I'm not sad about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I was very sad about my car, but now I'm just using it as an excuse to get a brand new one. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was new before, but now I'm going to get a 2019. So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'll just, you know, get an upgrade from what I had before. Listen, the universe works in mysterious ways and you really wanted a new car. You've been wanting a new car. No, I love my car. I just wanted like an upgraded version. And the universe gave it to you. Now, yeah, but it came with a price. (laughs) Quite a price. That's why you don't make deals with the devil. Exactly. Exactly. So me and Brie have been joking because I don't know if you guys have watched it yet, but The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has come out. So good. So, it's so fucking good. You guys have to watch it. And I remember I told Brie about it and I was, I was like, like, bogus. And you were like, mm, trash. I don't want to watch it. This sounds stupid. And then it's sure shit. She watched it before I did. But we've been joking for a while now about like the Hail Satan and like maybe we shouldn't be saying that so much because we yeah. might have... <laughs> Not willingly or knowingly made a deal with the devil. Just to get Halloween off? Yeah. Who knows? Or whatever it was. new car eventually. Yeah. (sighs) Quite a price. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you have to make a sacrifice for the Dark Lord, there was quite a sacrifice there. The Dark Lord wanted the Dark Knight, and the Dark Lord got the Dark Knight. Got the Dark Knight. For sure. So you guys, maybe 
don't say hell Satan so much. Yeah. <laughs> Just you a know, lesson. It's funny. It's funny the way that the universe works. And like you said, the order of the events, it's very interesting. Because I even remember trying to stop you at my house because remember I had forgotten our lunches. And I was like, no, drive back. And you were like, no, no, it's fine. Everything was like so in a certain order. Took our time at Starbucks, it felt like. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. But it happened. We're okay. Mm -hmm. It's just interesting. It's just another reminder, you know, that the universe works in weird ways. Certain things happen to protect you, even if it seems like it's It's not in your favor. It's still certain things are put in order and timing is very interesting i mean what what if up the road there would have been a way bigger accident where we died at you know what i mean like you never know how the universe works or what it does like there's obviously i think some grand scheme of things of why we were in the accident and maybe we'll never know and maybe we will but i'm very grateful and thankful that i was there with brie because yeah i could never imagine her doing that alone and i was glad i was there to at least attempt to be a stable person when all the shit was happening and going oh you were and keeping me awake because i just remember right after i was like every second i wanted Mm -hmm. i was like gonna pass Mm -hmm. out i was like yeah i remember sitting on the ground like rubbing your legs you're like you have to stay awake you gotta stay awake Mm -hmm. (laughs) so anyway yeah that's not bad but we thought we'd just let you guys know what's been happening with us and in the disclosure realm yeah we're gonna be hopping back on soon we have some interviews lined up and some things going on so we're hoping to get back into the swing of things but if it doesn't happen relatively quickly you guys know why it's because we're just still recovering both of us are still kind of limited to our screen time and what we can do on our phones and our laptops and i don't know if you guys know anything about editing but it's painful on your eyes but it's even more painful when you're covering from a concussion Yes, this is the best conversation I've had in over a week. I haven't been able to speak like or, or put correctly. Together. Put, yeah. Th- yeah, it's so funny, which I'm glad because that's why we decided to jump in front of the microphone and just say, okay, what's been happening lately just to get it out because mm-hmm. I was worried since I feel like I lose my train of thought and stuff. So anyways, that's what's going on with us. And we know we've only been gone for maybe like two weeks, but it feels like months feels like to forever. us. And we apologize and, you know... Like we said, we're healing, we're getting there. Things might be a little bit slow, but, you know, sooner or later we'll be back on the horse and we'll be okay. We definitely will be, and we still love you guys for being patient with us, and we will definitely talk to you soon. Yeah, we love you all. Good night.